0: everybody, it is the morning after with Nick and oh my god Big J together again for what's, it, it might be the first time in like three weeks, right? <laughs> it's
1: been a long time,
0: that yeah. We've actually been in the same studio as each other. Uh, and so it is nice to see you buddy. How Welcome back. I didn't get a chance to do that officially on Friday, but I appreciate you picking up the ball that was dropped around here. And uh, and taking care of things on your first day back—that's never uh, fun when you're you know away for a while and then or, get slammed. Yeah, right
1: into the fire, man. But it's uh, okay. You
0: knew uh, if I had a choice, that's not how things would roll. But right. either way, uh, welcome back. I hope uh, hope you had a lot of fun on Friday with your celebrity guests that came in and had a lot of fun. Uh, that's kind of how my week was spent as well. But it's good to be back uh, at full strength. Agree or disagree?
1: Uh, agreed. But I mean, you listen, everybody that came in—I mean, they were awesome. The the um The podcast. I got the chance to listen to all the the guest hosts, and they were so much fun and and so much different different in in each one of those individuals. And uh, really interesting to learn. Uh, I was jealous because I I would love to spend some time with all of them. But yeah, they were
0: they were all fantastic. And listen, I mean, it's I can't stress enough how weird and strange it probably was to be thrown into like a co host role on a rock morning show for. Uh, those five guests but they all were fantastic and funny and personable and really cool and to learn a little bit more about them and also you know each one of those five outside of Mike I have never met while we had plenty of discourse in other yeah. ways I had never had a chance to meet them face to face so it was it was really cool to get to know them all better. And to hang out with them for four hours, and for them to roll with the punches and and have a little bit of goofy fun was was really cool. And if you missed any of the celebrity guest hosts while Big J was out, the podcasts are all up, and uh, you can check out the full shows, which are, I feel, informative and fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, all that's great, but let's talk about the fact that I guess I eat popcorn too loud, so. <laughs> <laughs> What now a you jerk. know. Now, well, listen, man. I mean, no, it's, me. Uh, it's- eat, eat my pop now. I can never eat popcorn properly again. <laughs> I'm gonna be self conscious about it. I'm gonna be like.
0: I, now listen. Slowly I chewing. know. I know this has come up on the morning after the movies podcast because I Randy and I remember. both have talked about this. And I was oh, maybe uh, it was uh, like it,
1: when I wasn't there. No,
0: no, no. You were definitely a part of it, and I do believe uh, it, you told us to f off. Uh, but it was it was an honest <laughs> conversation, and it is funny to it was, bring it up.
1: It was funny, and I was like, I'm noting this Today, Whoa, today, today on the show. Hey,
0: listen, man. Two concerts in town tonight. Not one, two. Black Label Society at the Knitting Factory Concert House Dropkick Murphys and Rancid at the Idaho Center Uh, Pick yourself a winner today and enjoy a rock show We'll have some tickets to those We'll also have a chance for you to uh, get qualified for this ATV We are giving away as well, which is pretty amazing Courtesy of all the great people that help us out Pull that together We have music and fun to do over the course of the show today Bearded Badass 2 Let's get started with some music We'll start with some Sublime It's Santeria on the x Rocks. (laughs) stuff.
1: On the morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: Important stuff is brought to you as always by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You don't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Nothing is sacred anymore, Big J. Even the old dollar store is going the way of the dodo. I don't know if you've heard... The two dollar store. Yeah, it's pretty much going to be crazy. I mean, if you go into a dollar store, uh, specifically a dollar tree at this particular point, uh, the whole... I guess, marketing behind the store is that they have things there for a dollar. Well, uh, guess what? That's only mostly true at this particular point. Now, there's still plenty of things that you can go to that are more than a dollar than the dollar store, but the point was that the minimum amount that you were going to pay for some items, or there's going to be plenty of items for sale for just a dollar. Well, that's not going to be the case anymore, Dollar Tree. Uh, they are raising the prices of everything from uh, to a dollar twenty-five to a dollar fifty in some cases. So now there is no dollar items at the dollar store which is crazy when you think about it out loud but i also say to that i mean listen they they're not the you know completely adverse to the costing the rise of uh, shipping costs that have uh, happened over the course of the last couple of months the the difficulty getting supplies in and so the cost of doing business is raised significantly and so that's why you're seeing a rise in prices and so while i bring it up i also cannot remember the last time i went to a dollar store you
1: uh yeah, the, the wife's gone there a few times. What do pick you pick up out?
0: at the dollar store? Do you know? <sighs> what Is, does she? Is that out of your wheelhouse?
1: It's just a few things, and then and then she ended up picking up some, you know, tin pans, uh-huh. you know, the aluminum foil sure, pans, Sure, right? like
0: where you cook a turkey and kind of.
1: Like. Yeah, and so I use those a lot with the smoker uh-huh. and barbecuing, and I'm like, Ugh. well, you don't like them. Well, they're a dollar, dude. <laughs> All right. So you have to use like two of them to be worth one regular. <laughs> it's not yeah. like you're getting a deal. No. You're just getting some cheap stuff.
0: Yeah, no, you get what you pay for at the dollar store usually.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah, not my favorite.
0: I do remember, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I I don't remember where I was, but I did a remote, and I wanted to grab a soda before a live broadcast, and I went in, and I do remember, oh, I know what it was, it was a T Monster remote, and then I went in, and I I bought a soda, which I later realized was on clearance, when I saw the tag on top of the, and I'm like... Boy, I had never drank a uh, clearance soda before, and then I got really sick that night. My stomach what? did not. Yeah, it was like a soda that probably was expired, which is why I was like It's probably
1: sitting on the shelf for 15, <laughs> right. 16 right. years. And
0: I didn't notice the clearance tag. I was just like, oh, I'll just grab a soda at the dollar store because they have soda. they are like, Tab, what's that? No, it wasn't Tab, but it was It was one of those deals where like my stomach just went. Rrr, rrr, and I was oh, like, man. oh, no, this isn't going to go well. Well, uh, Bronco fans, I don't know how to break it to you, but
1: I don't think you got a very good football team, man. Uh, oh, oh now all of a sudden it's other people. You don't claim them being uh, a fan Oh, no, 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 no. Mexico, well,
0: yes. listen, I'm going I'm to say as a Badgers fan, I'm I'm a fan of a very bad football team as well this year. And it's just not the season for the Boise State Broncos, who uh, once again could not get anything going on in the second half. And got. listen, the score was closer than the game was. I'll put it that way. 41-31 was the final. And the Nevada Wolfpack pretty much took care and did whatever they
1: wanted to do against the Broncos. I don't know what happens at halftime. Something bad happens at halftime because it seems for a while things you know they can hang on, but when, once halftime comes around, whether it's adjustments that the the opposing team makes or adjustments that our team doesn't make, uh, it's like a run to the house and that defense just gets clobbered yeah. in the second half.
0: I don't, I don't think like I still say Shakur is the best wide receiver in college football.
1: Oh, there's no doubt about that.
0: Uh, Hank is a fa- is a really good quarterback when he has time to throw. But, I mean, the offensive line and the defensive line, riddled with injuries, of course, but they are oh, the Achilles' heel of this yeah. team, and it's what's costing them right now. And until they get better, they're going to struggle. There's no way this team's beating BYU this week. No way. No way.
1: Well, BYU's got their own injury issues I right know, now. I know, but
0: still, I'm telling
1: you. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't no, I don't count on them winning, but I, I'll be pleasantly surprised. It was of course. a bad sports weekend. You want some a bad sports weekend for me. You want them to cheer. Why? What else happened? Oh, just fantasy. Oh, fantasy's my, not sports. my football team lost. It was ugly.
0: Yeah. Uh, you. I know you want them to beat the, uh, the Seahawks, but that didn't happen. The Jets got their first win of the year, beating the Tennessee Titans 27-24 in overtime. Giants picked up their first win of the year as well with an overtime win over the New Orleans Saints. Kansas City Chiefs got five touchdowns for Pat Mahomes to beat the Eagles 42-30. Cowboys over the Panthers, that game, uh, the final score was closer than it ended up being as well. Bears over the Lions, Justin Fields with his first victory. Buffalo Bills with their second shutout of the year, 40 to nothing over the Houston Texans, who are, I mean, I don't know who would win between the Texans and the Jaguars, but uh, there's a couple of really bad teams in the NFL currently. Colts over the Dolphins by 10. The football team beat the Falcons 34-30 on a last-minute touchdown drive. Seahawks over the 49ers by a touchdown cardinals beat the hell out of the rams which i was surprised by yeah on the road by the way they beat the rams by 17. packers have won three in a row with a 27 to 17 win over the steelers ravens big over the broncos yesterday and then last night on sunday night football not a great game certainly wasn't a high-flying game but the buccaneers and tom brady ended up beating the patriots 19 to 17 on sunday night football and tom brady became the leading passer in nfl history last night when he surpassed drew Brees in the first quarter to be the NFL's all-time passing leader. Monday Night Football Raiders at Chargers tonight on ESPN, if you'd like to watch it. Big J, David Duchovny, and Nia Long are boarding the Untitled Netflix comedy with Jonah Hill and Kenya Barris set to direct. Several others are on board, too, including Eddie Murphy and Julie Louis-Dreyfus. So this is a big-name, big-time comedy that Netflix isn't messing around with. They're already big in the action game. This is their first, like, all-star cast with a comedy side of things and a movie. Uh, and if you don't include the Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, one that they're going to be putting out later on this year. So Netflix still spending money trying to get you to keep that membership going and uh, pay for it to keep the lights on over there. So we'll see
1: how that goes. <coughs>
0: Beardsmith on the morning after with Nick and Big J. I
1: uh, saw the beardsmith uh, Wendy in the wild last night, uh, which was nice. Got a chance to say hi to her, and guess what? Uh the beardsmith.com is where you can go. You can make all your appointments there. You can check out product, you can buy product there, and they got a brand new location at Caldwell, which is really handy in the 2C. Uh, highly recommend you see them. Alright, so this week's Beard of Badass, maybe one of the only among this list who I don't think could actually grow a full beard. I know they can actually. Uh, but this hasn't stopped him from sporting a well-kept goatee. For nearly 15 years, he's been the unheralded leader of a ragtag group of radio personalities here at 100.3 The x Rocks. Of course, I'm talking about the morning after his very own Nick. Nick graduated from high school at the tender age of 12, or 16, <laughs> depending on who you ask. Early on, he wanted to become the Doogie Hauser of law. However, that path soon closed, and the radio called his name. He attended a broadcast school, which he would one day teach a few classes at, and he quickly became hired at some other radio station, then fired, then hired, and once again fired. Hey, radio isn't easy. But this goatee badass kept plugging away, bouncing around from Florida to California, then back to Arizona, and finally landing a boss job here at the x Rocks. And since arriving, he has taken the station to heights it's never seen before. Along with the morning after, his leadership and dedication to the community quickly endured him to those working around him. Look, he's put up with me for this long. He has to be a saint. And adding to the work accolades, personally, he's been a a father of two special needs children who are truly remarkable. With all his might, he supports many charitable functions from the Autism Society of the Treasure Valley to Ride for 22 And later this week, he'll be celebrating his birthday. I, for one, wanted to take this moment here to acknowledge his work ethic, his leadership. And because he so rarely, if ever, will take credit for himself that this show and for what it matters, this station would not be the same without him in the driver's seat. Thank you. I hope you have a great birthday week and truly a bearded or goateed (laughs) badass.
0: Nick. Aw, oh, dude. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. you deserve it, man. Uh, I, I appreciate it, uh, although you did just lose me a bet, but thank you very much. Because well, it
1: would have been – listen, of course it should have been Zach Wild today, <laughs> right? No, the bet oh, well,
0: was somebody had asked how long it would be before you did you or me as a bearded badass, and I'm like, no, no, oh. it'll be a while. <laughs> and, <Yeah>. then, <laughs> and I lost. But it was okay. It was at least you. it
1: was me. I would never put myself there. <laughs> that's I mean, what that's... I thought, too. Uh, hey, but huh? I
0: didn't. I really didn't think I was gonna make. Who a was this bet ahead. with? Uh, you know him very well. Oh, he's I'm an sure. idiot. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was not. It was not uh, a lot of money. I, so you got.
1: That. You bumped Zach Wilde. My God. Well, did of... you do, Zach Wilde already anyone? No, okay. I have a list. You okay. should you're, you're, have. You were episode Wilde. 15 for me. I don't know who you filled in with if you've done that or not. Uh,
0: no, I didn't do Zach Wilde. I did Dave Mustaine once. That's the one I remember off the top of my head. But either way, uh, thank you very much. Uh, yes, my birthday is coming up in uh, two days. Uh, Wednesday, will be uh, 44 years old, for God's sake. Big J, uh, what have I done with myself? But thank you very yeah. much. I appreciate it. Uh, and you're right, I don't like uh, showering attention on the work that I do because I do feel like it's a team effort around here. But uh, I do appreciate uh, being uh, involved and named in the hallowed halls of Bearded Badass. So thank you very much, sir.
1: Yeah, I you're welcome. It. You heard it.
0: Morning After with Nick and Big J. On the way, we got some important stuff. Please hold tight for that.
1: <laughs> a morning After with Nick. Am I on acid? Yeah, no, it's something. That, that was, sounded like that to you
0: too. Yeah. All right, nobody dosed me. All right, just making sure. We're dosed together. <laughs> Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. I know the Big J household gets all happy and decorated for Christmas. How does it act around Halloween?
1: Well, it's starting. It's starting to. Uh be that way like like I had to push back a little bit because like two or three weeks, weeks ago there was Halloween stuff going up inside the house and I'm like whoa what's Not even going on here and, and then you know we had a trip to Salem Massachusetts so or as mass as we call it uh-huh. and uh yeah we got all we're getting there so. all right so it's gonna get to be nuts and I I'm, I'm for it I'm like I kind of want to start watching some creepy movies all right hey, there's nothing wrong with
0: getting involved and excited for Halloween But just so you know, uh, no matter how decorated you get the house, you're never going to beat the people of Utah. New study by Lombardo Homes finds that Utah is the state with the most Halloween decorations after analyzing Google search terms to see how popular the holiday is within each state. The other states that make the top five for the most Halloween-obsessed states are in order Illinois, New Jersey, Texas, and New Mexico. The study found that the average person spends about $145 per year on Halloween decorations. That includes skeletons, pumpkins, spiderwebs, witches, bats, some of the top decoration choices across the United States. So just know you're not in the minority if you're into decorating for Halloween. And if you throw down about a buck $1.50 uh, per year on this kind of stuff, then I guess you're in the median. So get ready to spend some Big J money, Big J. Great. Boise State ended up taking one on the chin at home against the Wolfpack on Saturday. Uh, 41-31 to your final score. Last time... The Wolfpack beat Boise State was 11 years ago, Big J. Uh, that's when they knocked off the then number 3-ranked Broncos uh, 31 34-31 in overtime to beat them. But that was in Reno. It's been even longer since they won on the blue. But that happened over the weekend, and it really wasn't as close as the score made it look. And up next for the Broncos is a very good BYU team that sure has some injury issues but uh, is significantly better, I think, than this Broncos team. So it might be a long year, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Now, they still could pull off some stuff in the mountain west who knows but i i don't know i don't know i i I think we all need to lower expectations a little bit i refuse all right well good luck with that thank you over the weekend there were some football games the jets picked up their first win of the year so did the giants both of them in overtime chiefs big over the eagles cowboys beat the panthers browns over the vikings bears bills colts football team seahawks cardinals packers ravens bucks Other winners yesterday, tonight on Monday Night Football, Raiders Chargers on ESPN. San Francisco Giants captured the NOS yesterday with 11-4 victory over the San Diego Padres. It was a record 107th win for the Giants, and yesterday was a good day if you're a Yankees and Red Sox fan bad day if you're a mariners fan the red hot mariners uh look like they could find a back door into the playoffs but with the yankees and red Sox both winning yesterday they clinched their wildcard positions meaning the al playoffs are set and the mariners and the blue jays got eliminated from playoff contention yesterday unfortunately a big weekend at the box office for venom let there be carnage it set a record for the most Domestic box office during the pandemic, $90.1 million this weekend. Uh, Black Widow had previously held that record with $80.8 million. I don't understand it. I mean, I I, I, cannot, I cannot get the love for this particular franchise, having seen the first movie. Um, I have seen that the second movie is better than the first one, but I still have zero interest in seeing it. In this yeah, movie.
1: I don't want to see two CGI monsters... I know I, Well, listen, that's all of Endgame.
0: I mean, I know you don't like to admit it, but that is no, no, the Marvel but, but Cinematic it, Universe. But it,
1: it looks completely different.
0: Yeah, these, well, I mean, listen, Venom doesn't look bad. I, I want to make that perfectly clear. I mean, yes, of course it's CGI because it has to be, but it's not a movie that looks like it has bad CGI. It's just a bad movie that doesn't do a whole lot for me plot-wise and character-wise and I enjoy the people involved in these movies. I like Tom Hardy very much and I just thought the first one was barely watchable and so I I don't want to come along for the ride for the second one but uh, I'll probably see it eventually but Lord knows I'm not seeing it at the box office but a bunch of people ran out to go check it out Adam's Family was number two at the box office, Shang-Chi number three, Many Saints of Newark number four, and Dear Evan Hansen coming in at number five in a big weekend at the box office. With Nick
1: and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks.
0: Been a while. Let's do a good old-fashioned we're going to Hell Story, Big J, How say you? Yeah, Florida. Uh, Not quite. Oh. We are going to Lithuania for today's we're going to Hell Story. And listen, man. Great if,
1: basketball team.
0: If you have a drinking problem, there's a lot of different avenues that you can go around once you realize that you know what I need to make some changes in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can work a program. You can quit cold turkey. You can try different things to decide that you want to wane yourself off of alcohol. Now, the problem is sometimes if you have yourself a issue with alcohol, you may have what's called an addictive personality, Big J which yeah. means you just replace one obsession with another. And sometimes uh, one of the criticisms of, you know, these 12-step the meetings are that particular thing. It becomes, you know, you substitute the alcohol for the meetings. But you know what? If you're not drinking as much and hurting people, then maybe there are some certain addictions that are okay as opposed to others, if that makes sense. Sure. For one place and one thing that I would recommend that you do not try if you're trying to wane yourself off of alcohol is what a Lithuanian man did As he was uh, rushed to the hospital last week because, as he wanted to stop drinking alcohol, he decided that he was going to start eating metal instead, Big J.
1: Oh, man, he's the most
0: metal man around. So the man who admitted to eating nails, screws, nuts, knives in a bid to curb his alcoholic addiction uh, faced another issue altogether, Big J, and that was one big tummy ache. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah, you you know you're the
1: human being. It's not meant to do that.
0: Right. Really hard to pass a nail and not do any damage. Uh, so he had to go to the emergency room and did fully admit what he was doing and why he was doing it. His doctors did say, "Hey, you know this is it's a terrible way to decide to do this." And the guy was like, "Well, I thought if my if my stomach felt permanently full, I would have less desire to drink things, and therefore I wouldn't drink as much alcohol, so that's why I decided like if the metal permanently stayed in my body, then I wouldn't be drinking so much. And the doctor's like, no, 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 that's that's not how the that's not how the body works. Also, uh, now you just have a bunch of metal inside you. So he had to undergo a three hour surgery at Claphapity University Hospital, according to the BBC. Some of the objects were as many as four inches long, Big J. Wow. So geez. I mean Ooh, congrats. But the surgeon uh, told the Lithuanian news site LRT that it was the most unique case he'd ever seen. But they were luckily enough able to remove the metal objects from the man's stomach, about two pounds worth, without causing any additional damage. But, you know, you see the photos of the post-surgery and it looks like, like this guy was just going to town on nails and screws. Like that was a bunch of nails and screws in his stomach, which you have to know doesn't work out well, right? yeah I don't know why I mean you know he's a grown man you know you're not supposed to eat metal you know that can't work out well but I don't know Uh, I do not know if he like you know got out of surgery and then right back went right back to drinking I'm not sure how that all worked out but hopefully he's learned his lesson at least when it comes to eating
1: metal what's next you know
0: maybe some sort of life form up the butt curb drinking yeah Yeah, yeah, people do that usually to break up constipation, but that also doesn't work.
1: Earthworms.
0: Reminder, all that stuff doesn't work. Morning, Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x rock. (coughs) And as Blind Melon, that is no rain here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's good to be back at full strength. Big J, of course, back from his vacation all over the northeastern North part of the United States of America. And so now it's time to check in. And was it everything you wanted it to be, Big Jim?
1: Yeah, no, not really. But uh, it was still pretty dang good. Um, you know, we uh, went to uh, Boston. And uh, we're going to spend about four or five days there. Took uh, it, it was a present to our kids for Christmas. And so we took... Um, I took both of our daughters and uh, their significant significant other others, but uh, my my youngest Mason uh, her boyfriend couldn't make it, so uh, her, her our, the family's best friend uh, Jasmine, came along. So there was six of us. That's a lot of people to travel with. Yeah, you know? it's a lot of gallivanting. Yeah, I got a lot of gallivanting around, and uh, I got a chance to rent a minivan. Oh man, it was glorious too. <laughs> um, so I did a lot of driving around, and that's the first thing that I really noticed. You know, we've, we've the furthest east I'd been up into that point was Columbus, Ohio. And uh, it's a pretty, you know, there's some interesting roadways there. But but with Boston, it's like all the streets are so small and it's just, you know, it's, it's so old that it... I, was, I had a hard time navigating in some respects there And, and we were staying uh, near the airport Which is very close to downtown Boston, Logan Boston, Logan Airport And um, so it was pretty easy navigating Traffic not really bad around that city And uh, we, we made our way out to um, uh, To Salem, Massachusetts And uh, checked out all the witch stuff And went and did that whole thing a Big tourist trap, man Sure uh, And the kids made us go check out the Hocus Pocus houses And uh, I I sat in the van uh, while they all went into the Satanic Temple. (laughs) And uh, they've all had nothing but bad luck since they went in there, by the way. Uh, so, <laughs> that was, you know, uh, just it was, it was a lot of fun. And then we ended up going up to Portland, Maine, and had some time up there. Uh, spent the night, and we went out to Cape Elizabeth uh, in, in, in Maine, which is about the furthest east you can get on the coast before you get to Nantucket. Okay. And it was great. I mean, it was beautiful out there. We were over by uh, the first commissioned lighthouse from George Washington. Uh, I went to a place called the Lobster Shack, which is a famous uh, joint there. And people will stand up in line for a couple hours to wait for a very overpriced and unsatisfying lobster roll you didn't like it lobster roll. okay uh yeah because it's a cold lobster roll and they give you a little dollop of mayo i mean it's just plain lobster and i'm like you know i've had fresh lobster before i, I don't understand what the uh, allure is so yeah i was disappointed with the food in general in the northeast oh really okay big time. big farce okay
0: because I, I, I don't know what, like, outside of seafood, I don't know what, like,
1: food Boston is famous for. Yeah, Big beans, set up. Big beans. And then, you know, we got a chance to go to the Patriots game. They're playing the Saints. My wife and I went out there to Gillette Stadium. Uh, and it was really unique because, you know, I hadn't had a chance to watch a football, uh, an NFL game in person. And, again, even though I've been to some, big, some of the biggest college games, you know, around here anyways, uh, it's all, like, like... Perspective when it comes to size of things, and so you see these things on TV, and then you get there and you realize how kind of small and more confined they are. Uh, we had great seats to the to the game, and it was fun to see the you know the game events, see all the media timeouts. You told me there's so many of those, yeah. And it, at halftime, uh, they honored uh, Julian Edelman. That's cool. Which was really cool to see that, and and there was a lot of emotion. All the fans, of course, were very emotional about that because they loved that guy. Uh, I can only imagine what it was like last night there, and. and which was really interesting because watching the game last night, I was like, ah, man, it would have been great to see this, but they're like, the rain? Oh, that would have sucked big time. (laughs) And uh, all the people around us with their accents was a lot of fun. The game, of course, it wasn't great. It wasn't a great game, and they lost ugly, so uh, it was kind of that That sucked. And and the stadium itself is okay. I mean, it's not like going to Jerry's World or the new SoFi Stadium or any of the big fancy things that they are out there now, and the food wasn't that great at the stadium, really, when you get down to it. So, uh, but you know what, that was a highlight for me. And then of course, um, Getting a chance to to come home, yeah, <laughs> that was uh, that was great. So would you say the highlight of the trip yeah.
0: was coming? Well, home?
1: And, and no, we actually we we did a lot of walking around. So I'll, I'll put it in perspective here in case somebody wants to go visit Boston, which is a nice place, and they have this Quincy Market, which is a marketplace downtown Boston where you can get a lot of fresh seafood and all that kind of stuff. I would say if you want to look for a, a, that kind of situ- Pike's place in Seattle, is hard to beat you know, when it comes to that sort of thing, or even the wharf in San Francisco. But yeah. um, Boston, it, it was okay. And then we ended up going to a uh, a bar uh, bar and grill downtown uh, called the Black Rose, an authentic, you know, Boston kind of joint downtown. You didn't go to the Cheers place? No, we didn't go to Cheers. Went in, in this place. We would go in there. They're playing Dropkick Murphy's. And they're playing, um, you know, just all the great Irish, you know, rock music. And that's pretty much all they were playing on a loop. I like that very much. Yeah. So that was more your style and your speed, huh? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. So
0: So overall, uh, would you go back or does this fall in the been there, done that category? I think
1: we'd like to explore more like uh, Maine and New Hampshire, maybe some Providence. You know, we didn't get a chance to. New Hampshire, as we were driving to uh to maine you kind of go through new hampshire and it's a blink of an eye because it's a small state uh but they have these huge ginormous liquor stores off the interstate (laughs) that's what drew you in you know what's inside of a liquor store? no i mean we but we had to stop i mean it's just because like what the hell on either side there's these huge liquor stores so what's the deal and they were closed was it sunday no that's weird. Yeah, it was it was weird. Uh,
0: well, either way, I hope it was enjoyable. How about from the NFL perspective? Was it one of those things where you're like, hey, I, that makes me want to go check out more live NFL games? Or you're like, I prefer the
1: at-home viewing of it. I I, I actually do prefer the at-home viewing. But uh, we definitely want to go check out some, some other places. The wife is like, I don't know if I need to go see another football game. Uh, but she would probably want to go check out Jerry's World. And then, um, uh, you know, uh, Ian and I have talked about going Going to see a Niners game at Santa Clarita, so uh, we'll see All as, right. uh, how that goes. But well, uh, you have a chance. The Globe
0: Trotting starts now, Big J. Hopefully, you enjoyed it, cause uh, more of it's coming down the road. You understand? Yeah, January heading to Belize. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few short minutes. Some important stuff along with pop culture Smackdown. <coughs> What's going on
1: in the news today? The morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: Important stuff brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. If you've noticed your social media is being a little bit different these last couple of days, you're not alone. It's currently trendy to share what's called a photo dump. Big J on Instagram and Facebook, which is basically a <laughs> just a bunch of random, often unedited photos that users might post after a weekend or a vacation. Uh, they use the uh, Facebook and Instagram's app's carousel function. They can you include photos of anything and everything, and sometimes also include memes, and the trend can be traced back to the summer of 2020. Photo dumps seem to go back further than that. Am I wrong? Then summer of last year? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's People act like this is the first time they've ever heard of a photo dump. Like It's a thing that's been around a while, guys. But it's been happening because uh, the hashtag has been trending. And so now more and more people are doing it and doing it on the regular, which means it may have popped up a little bit more in your feed than you've been accustomed to. And you may think that your you know, friends are on vacation, but these are just really old vacation photos that they posted or something to that extent. So don't be tricked by the photo dump. Also, don't be surprised that you've seen a photo dump. Also, do us all a favor and don't pretend you've never heard of a photo dump. You're all smarter yeah. than that. Yeah, stop it. You're all smarter than that. Well, Big J, it was a close game in the first half. In fact, the Broncos carried a 21-20 lead into halftime against the Nevada Wolf Pack. But once again, the second half issues for the Broncos reared their ugly head as Nevada was able to put up 21 points. The Broncos were only able to scare up 10. So the final score, 41-31 to in favor of Nevada on the blue on Saturday. Uh, not great for your Boise State team as they take on a very good BYU team next, which could mean the broncos are going to be two and four here uh, in a bit which is an ugly record for a team that's been pretty much a i don't know staple in the top of the mountain west and in the top 25 and it's just weird to see this team be mediocre uh, which may be a compliment depending on how the rest of the season works out but you still cheer them on right big j yeah absolutely i believe you hashtag bleed blue is that correct Yeah, bleed blue. Jets, Chiefs, Cowboys, Giants, Browns, Bears, Bills, Colts, Washington, Seahawks, Cardinals, Packers, Ravens, Buccaneers, all winners yesterday in the National Football League. Raiders, Chargers tonight on Monday Night Football. Giants are going to be your NL West Division champions. The AL wild card is set. It's the Yankees and Red Sox. And Tom Brady returned to New England last night to lead his team to a 1917 team over, win over his former team, the New England Patriots, and some records were set in the process. He did become the leading passer in NFL history in the first quarter and was there to break the record set by Drew Brees. Uh, Brady's total sat uh, sits at 80,560 career yards passing at the end of the game. Of course, more to come throughout this season, but he is the most prolific quarterback in nfl history from a yardage standpoint and uh the only thing he's missing is touchdowns but no he's going to get there too drew brees is still leading that isn't he or did brady take him over
1: i think he already took him over last couple weeks yeah so uh but yeah and drew brees had to watch from the sideline as that happened yeah just sit there and clap drew brees way to prematurely retire old man (laughs) he's probably ready to go uh and uh
0: congratulations to sopranos creator david chase he signed a very big deal with HBO over the weekend, five-year first-look deal with the company to develop content. No word on what that might include. However, the deal does coincide with the release date of the Sopranos prequel movie, The Many Saints of Newark. So many speculate that more Sopranos material has come. You said you wanted to see it. Did you find time this weekend to watch it? I did not know. I did, and uh, I was. I don't want to say disappointed, but I was. I don't, it, it felt more to me like a setup for a series than it did a movie. And uh, it also is very much not about Tony Soprano, which I felt was misleading coming into the movie. I thought it was going to be like a Tony Soprano story prequel, but like it felt to me after watching it that he was almost barely in it. Uh, the character was featured uh, a few times, but it, it was certainly not a story about Tony Soprano uh and so i i felt myself fairly disappointed by it not to say that it was bad it's just not what i was expecting and i felt like there was so much more of the story that they that needs to be told that almost more has to be coming that's what it felt like to me like this was like the prequel movie to set up the sopranos prequel series if that makes sense But uh, there were some pretty good performances. They did a good job casting. Like if you watch The Sopranos, seeing some of the characters' younger versions that definitely weren't them was kind of cool. Was Ray Liotta in The Sopranos? No, Ray Liotta was not in The Sopranos. And and listen, I I
1: I think he's become a bad actor.
0: I like Ray Liotta, but like he felt like he was really pushing the envelope in this.
1: Chantrex commercial. Yeah. Things have going yeah. downhill. It seemed like it was a caricature of his
0: Goodfellas character, and I was like, ah, he's sticking out like a sore thumb to me. But uh, either way, no, see, he was not featured at all in The Sopranos before. It was a character that they created yeah. for it. But either way, it's out now on HBO Max if you'd like to watch it, or it's also in theaters. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and hey, we have a great prize package here for you. Of course, today at the, or I should say tonight at the Dingy Factory Black Label Society. So you need to come pick these up here today by four o'clock. We'll get those into your hands. You also get qualified for that Can Am 570 Outlander four wheeler. Thanks for our friends at Birds of Prey Motorsports and Larry H. Miller Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Uh, we'll get you qualified for that. And our friends at Army Navy Store, too. So, boom. All right. It's a
0: pretty big prize package, you guys. Of course, the catch is you got to be able to swing by today and pick up these tickets. So, if you can't make it in today, might be uh, not a great day to win. But if you can, get on the phone. 208-287-1003. We're back to old school pop culture smackdown, Big J. Hopefully, you feel pretty good about that. We'll see how you do as we go forward. Let's go you know, to the phone. It's fun hearing other people go through pain and suffering. <laughs> and get some information. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. How you doing, buddy? What's your name? Jimmy. All right, Jimmy, you're up first. On the hit sitcom, Roseanne, what was the name of Roseanne's husband? Don- not looking for the actor, looking for the actual character name. Yeah, you lost me on that Oh, one. no! <laughs> I know it's John Goodman, but that's it. <laughs> All right, man. Well, sorry, but thank you for playing along. We appreciate that. Let's go to the phone to get ourselves another contestant. Hello, The X. <laughs> Good morning. Hello. Hey, uh, on the hit sitcom Roseanne, who was Roseanne's husband? We're looking for the character name. technically he's still on the TV as the Connors as well, so that
1: character is still on TV. Yeah,
0: yeah. I want to say John. John? Wrong. That is the name of the actor, but not the name of the character. Hello, the X. Do you know this one, Jay? Nah, would have been my guess was John. Hello, the X. John Connor. John Connor from ours. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, uh, on the hit sitcom Roseanne, who was Roseanne's husband? We're looking for the character name. Oh,
1: uh... Not Tom Arnold. No. Um,
0: Not the actor, the character. It was.
1: Off. I'm stumped.
0: Wrong. All right, man. Happens to the best of us. Big J still doesn't even know the answer. Hello, the X.
1: Hello. Morning. Morning.
0: On the hit kids sitcom Roseanne, who was Roseanne's husband? We're looking for the character name. Dan. Dan. Right. That is correct. I love Dan. John Goodman played Dan. Big J, played by actor Anson Mount, what short-lived Marvel Comics TV series that aired on NBC ABC was centered around the character of Black Bolt?
1: Uh, oh man, it was on it was on what channel? ABC. Oh, the Sh- uh, Shield. Shield. Wrong. No, no, that's not a short-running
0: TV show. That's aired for several seasons. Seems short to me. Uh the do you have oh, Peggy know the- Carter? Carter. Wrong. Carter? No, that would air. That would center around Peggy, Agent Carter. Uh, do you happen to know the answer, sir?
1: Uh, I didn't hear the question, but yeah.
0: Okay, well then, we won't even play along. Yeah. But you win the uh the Black Label Society <laughs> tickets, tickets, man. Shut <laughs> up. Right. And you're qualified for the ATV. Uh, the answer was the inhuman. Right. Oh, the inhuman The TV show that aired for just one season centered around the black
1: bolt and Can't nobody imagine why. watched it nobody knows who the black bolt is morning after
0: with nick and big j there's your pop culture smackdown we'll do some headlines next on the x rock <coughs> big j headlines are as follows is this real life neighbor war and get it on Is this real life? Special operations soldiers were training at an airport in the Mojave Desert when they were reportedly attacked and wounded by a sword-wielding man dressed as a ninja and forced to shelter in a hangar. The incident took place on the afternoon of September 18th, and the Ridgecrest Police Department records seem to confirm the incident actually happened and suggest that the wounded victims, a staff sergeant and a captain, were members of the 160th Special Operations Aviation Regiment, an elite helicopter unit known as the Night Stalkers. The victims had to call 911, and the ninja apparently fled and still is not been arrested, so they don't know yeah. what ninja well, attacked that's, an elite helicopter
1: that's unit. pretty clear. But Snake eyes. Hello? Is he upset at the box office returns? Uh, probably. <laughs> blames America, clearly.
0: <laughs> so decided to take it out on uh, elite unit, one elite unit at a time? My God. I'm glad everybody's okay, but that had to be fairly surreal, right? I mean, imagine. You're, you're yeah. you know, a soldier trained to do this kind of stuff, but still you get a, in the middle of a desert attacked by a ninja. Well, and they're usually used to flying around. Right, but... exactly. Still, I mean, it would be a weird experience, I think. But something for the uh, the storybooks, for sure. Neighbor war or get it on? Get it on. A new survey of 20,000 Americans aged 50 or older found that 45% of us reported having the best sex of their lives as they've gotten older. This was put together by one poll. The survey found that 35% are surprisingly more intimate than ever before after they hit the age of 50 and said their sex drive is higher now than when they were younger. More than a third of people over 50 would like to be more intimate, but don't have the time. 38% uh, say they likely uh, say because they're always working. 37% are living with other people or often have family coming over, which really puts a damper on the sex life, Big J, I don't have to tell you. Yeah. Although some Americans 50 and older don't have as much time to be intimate as they'd like, more than half say they take advantage of their free time by getting it on with their partner. 56%. So grandma and grandpa are still bumping uglies, just in case you're curious, Big J. Thanks thanks for that on the regular basis. And apparently it's fantastic. So picture that next time you sit down to Thanksgiving dinner, wrap it up with (laughs) neighbor war. Some people are really just big kids at heart. A man named Dan Scott moved into a new home in the UK in November of 2020. And then within weeks got four of his new neighbors involved in a nerf gun war where they ambush one another with their foam darts. But last month, two police officers had to show up at Scott's doorstep, and he says that they told him that since there was a gun involved, they had to check it out. But he was like, hey, relax, it's just a Nerf gun. But they still had to double check, and then the police signed off on it. So now Dan has ordered many more Nerf guns to
1: continue his neighborhood game of neighbor war with Nerf darts.
0: Which sounds fun. You have any neighbors you'd like to have a Nerf war with?
1: No, Uh, but I tell you what, man, the Nerf guns have gone to another
0: levels. Yeah, they don't mess around anymore. I mean, they're making alien replicas for crying out loud. So they are not messing around with, uh, with yeah, the uh, pulse but rifle. I was trying to think of the last time. I wonder if they hurt now. Do they, you think? I hope so. Because I don't remember the last time <clears throat> I got hit with a Nerf dart. And this, by the way, is not an open invitation to ambush me. But it, it doesn't seem like it would be something that it would bother me back in the day. But now with all of these, like, <laughs> you know, semi-automatic Nerf guns, I wonder if it packs a little bit more of a punch. And therefore, I get worried about that. But it does sound like fun. Uh, It also sounds like a very expensive hobby too, because these Nerf guns aren't cheap anymore. Yeah, no kidding. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. Good news. You're up to date on everything. (laughs) That is Lilizar. That is Anarchy. New X-Rock here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. On 100.3 The X-Rocks. And I guess we got some stuff we need to learn, don't we, Big J?
1: Uh, Yeah, and uh, this is kind of concerning. According to Best Life website... Uh, there's a rundown of some classic cocktails that every guy should know how to make by heart. And uh, I got bad news for you. The, uh, the only cocktails I know how to make are uh, is, is it's what's called the Boise Coke. So uh, it's Jaeger topped off with a little bit of Coke Cola. Uh, I thought, oh, yeah. what's
0: that Red Bull in there, too? Oh, yeah. Red Bull. Yeah. yeah you don't right. even know how to make a Boise Coke. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I don't know how to either. Like if uh, like if somebody tells me how to make a something and something, I'll be able to dumb my way through it. Like a Jack and Coke, that's not really a difficult recipe. But if we're talking like a you know or a screwdriver, that I can pull off. But if we're talking like a, a margarita or a martini, it's like I, I listen. I don't know what you want. to Well, a any.
1: margarita all you need is a, a margarita mix the
0: and, mix and tequila, tequila. Okay. Right.
1: But here's the list. Top ten. All right. Ten is a rusty nail. I don't know. What no that idea is. What that is either. A stinger. I'm like, I thought that was a move the sting does. <laughs> a zombie. I don't know what that is either. A whiskey smash. Uh, I know the first part. Now we'll get into some of the more, you know, staples here. Okay. Uh, a sidecar.
0: I see even now I don't know what that is.
1: Number five is uh, Tom Collins. I know it's a drink. I've heard of it, but I don't know what's in it. Uh, I've never heard of this one. Number four, The Godfather. I don't know what that is either. Number three, A Manhattan. Uh, again I've heard of it don't know what's in it to me one of the most famous ones probably here number two is the old fashioned Uh, also I've heard of it don't know what's in it and then last but not least the Martini. Okay, Shake again,
0: that stirred. Uh, I don't know. Uh, vermouth, I know is in Martini, but that's the extent yeah, of my knowledge.
1: Usually vodka. Uh, so.
0: And so uh, I don't know how to make any drinks. And you brought this up, which is very funny. Uh, we spent an evening <laughs> as celebrity bartenders one night, and our lack of knowledge in mixed drinks really showed itself. At
1: yeah, it. and we told them like we uh, I can I can pour beer. Yeah. out of this this little thing. Here. And
0: even then, when somebody ordered a Guinness, that was an issue. Uh, yeah. But you know, it, it was one of those. Deep where if you came to us and asked for like a, some sort of specialty drink, they had a book there, thank God. But yeah. uh, it was a mess. It was. Yeah.
1: A mess. Uh, 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 I don't know how to help you. <laughs> well, how do you spell that again? Because I got to look Here, it up in here's this. Here's a glass of Jack. Daniels. Drink
0: it. Right. It's Here's a Jack and Coke. Give me your tip. It's for charity. And we, we were heavy on the Jack, so please enjoy. Yeah, I mean, I, I and part of that is my lack of experience in drinking mixed drinks and all that kind of sure. stuff, and also my, my lack of enjoyment a lot of it. Even in my mixed drinks when I'm drinking hard alcohol, it's usually a something and something. It's rarely you know, a whole recipe that goes into making a drink. And maybe that speaks to my fanciness or whatever, but I'm okay with that. I'm all right. Not knowing what a, what a, uh, you know, what's inside of a Tom Collins.
1: You'll find no picture of us next to the word sophisticated. No, no,
0: that's not us. We're not going to roll up to a marquee martini bar and order anything like that. Uh, in fact,
1: I'm like, when I go somewhere and I'm like, okay, I should probably have a cocktail, right? I just sit there blankly and think, I'm like, Jack and Coke <laughs> on your vacation
0: did you partake in any uh spirits no not a single one no, no drinking you didn't even like have a sat belly up to that bar
1: that you went to in order no. To drink no jeez I was in a legal state of something else I so. see I understand uh morning after with Nick Lots and of Big Jane.
0: Now you know. Uh, If you need any kind of weird cocktail with that, Big J's your man.
1: Liquid cocaine. It's a
0: shot. We will do some bad impressions. That's happening next on The X, right?
1: The X. And a show happening this Friday at the Revolution Center, August 8th. That's Gojira with Alien Weaponry. We'll get you set up with tickets for that right here, right now if you can figure out Bad Impressions. All right, some French metal coming at you.
0: 208-287-1003. That is our phone number if you'd like to play a little game called Bad Impressions, which works like this. Big J has in his mind a celebrity. He has written three custom clues about that celebrity. He will give them to you if you can figure out who that celebrity is in those three clues or less. Then look at you going to a show this week at the Rev Center. Having some fun, living a good life. Let's go to the phones. Hello, The X. Hello, how are you? We're good, man. What's your name? Morgan. All right, Morgan, you're up first.
1: Good luck. I had fun being Zoolander and Greg Fokker. Oh, God. <laughs> Next one. I've not only acted in movies like Tropic Thunder and The Cable Guy, I also directed them. Uh, ben Stiller. There you go. Yay! Good job there, Morgan. Hang on one second. We'll get you those Gojira tickets. Uh, clue three for fun? My dad, Jerry Stiller, played George Costanza's father on Seinfeld. It's true. Uh, why is Ben Stiller in the news? Uh, he came out in support on uh, on his Twitter there for the IATSE, the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. So uh, Hollywood Feeling a Heat uh, crew members uh, are denouncing their 12-hour workdays, short rest periods, and under $18 an hour pay rates. For months, crew members have been sharing horror stories of terrible conditions and since May, the major crew union, uh, that is the IATSE, has been uh, working on a new basic agreement with the Association of Motion Picture and Television Producers. Voting on a potential strike is happening this weekend, and the union could call a strike as early as today. And uh, a lot of folks have come out in support of them, Seth Rogan, Ben Stiller, a whole bunch of other people. Maybe if they took less money, there would be more money for them to be the crew. I don't get it sometimes.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, listen, uh, you know how Hollywood works, man.
1: Hollywood! Uh, it's, uh,
0: it's give people as much money as they can to be in the movies and then make them for as little money as you possibly can. Uh, And so that's a thing that's been going on for a while, and I suppose
1: that you can only take it until you can't take it anymore, right? Yeah, and they, you know, they should. I mean, uh, now's the time to strike because uh, you can really put people in a pinch, especially with COVID happening and all this stuff that uh, goes into putting together shows and movies now at this point. Uh, Yeah, they can probably make some demands and get those done. Yeah. And also, I mean, at least from what I have seen,
0: uh, these are legitimate you know, concerns of, of people that they have. And some of the stories that I have read are not exactly fantastic. And uh, it seems like a pretty crappy job if you're doing some of these things. So I can understand why people would be yeah, fed up with it. It's like being a remote tech at a radio station. Right, yeah. We had zero respect, but they actually do all the work. Yep. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We will wrap up this show here next on the x Rocks. <coughs> That's the ladies and the Foo Fighters. It's making a fire here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it. We were off the power play today for the first time in three weeks. Back in the studio together. It was nice to see your beautiful visage. Thank you for sharing it with me, Big J. Uh, thank you for telling us about your vacation, although, all things considered, it sounded like you'd almost rather stay home. Yeah. Uh, it's then, accurate. then go on vacation. But hey, listen. Where else pictures. are you going to spend an exorbitant amount of money to spend time with your family? Listen,
1: I, I could have easily spent uh, a, a tenth of what we spent at home and been so happy. I would have been. Just, oh man, I would have had a nice uh, Thrustmaster flight uh, throttle and, and stick. I don't know what that means. It's expensive. What is
0: it? Is not it? nearly as expensive. Is it as a video a game thing? Yes. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Probably better than uh, than standing in line for two hours for a lobster roll that you didn't like. Lobster. Well, we got there early, but okay. still,
1: not still not so, not impressed. With this the is seafood. like a thirty dollar lobster roll that was about the size of my
0: pinky. What was better, the uh, that or the deep fried raw lobster roll that uh, at the fair that you had a couple years back?
1: Well, the fresh stuff.
0: For okay,
1: sure. <laughs> just making sure. I don't know where that fried lobster was <laughs> been, dude. Because
0: I remember you being very disappointed oh. in the twenty eight dollar fried li- lobster roll there as well. Uh, Maybe lobster rolls aren't your favorite thing. Yeah, I guess not. Uh, That could be the lesson learned here. Let me have the warm butter. We also had a chance to give away some tickets. Hey, listen, a couple of big shows in town tonight. Black Label Society at the Knitting Factory, Dropkick Murphys and Rancid at the Idaho Center. I mean, Dropkick, I loved Boston. (laughs) I love Boston, guys. Yeah, I was going to say, be careful bad-mouthing their particular territory today of all days. But enjoy the shows tonight out there. Uh, Make sure you take care of yourselves and the people around you as well. You guys have fun. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by DM. And B Supply. Get the DB Supply for all you need to work and play in the West, from lawn and garden supplies to a huge selection of pet food and power tools. DB Supply has the brands you love and the expertise to guide you on your way. Jason Drew's coming in next. We'll see you guys tomorrow. It's the X Rocks.